Em, can you believe we are in our third season of Interview Boss? Not really. It's crazy. But that means there are over 90 episodes we've made. (gasps) Oh my God. Scrolling through all of our episode titles, you might miss an episode that actually is exactly what you're looking for. Yes, we get so many messages of people asking us to do an episode on something and we're like, we already have. So we've put together playlists to help you find the episodes that are best suited to you. If you're applying for jobs, we have episodes about resumes, cover letters and job ads. If you've been offered your dream job, we have episodes on resigning, exit interviews and how to impress at your new company. Yes, and we even have a playlist for if you have an interview like tomorrow and you need just our most recommended episodes, just the ones you really need between now and then. Exactly. It is all there for you. You can browse by category. Check out the playlist at www.interviewboss.com.au forward slash podcast. You might actually even see, I've heard this a lot, a change in the way that you get responded to for job applications. Hey everyone and welcome back to Interview Boss. My name's Emma, I'm a radio journalist who's teamed up with my sister to give you advice, inspiration and support when you're looking for a new job. Sarah is a HR and recruitment professional and together we're excited to give you guys all the tips, tricks and behind the scenes knowledge to help you in your career. Hey Em and welcome back everyone. This week's Shoot Your Shot shout out goes to Casey. She said, hi girls, I wanted to thank you both so much for all the help you've given me over the last few months of my job search. I've listened to your podcast every week for the last three months. Oh my God. That makes me so happy. A regular listener. That's probably enough time to get through all of them. Yeah. Um, My goal was to transition out of higher education and learn more about myself by trying a new role. And I just landed a position at a recruiting agency that I'm super excited about. Oh, that's amazing. It's such a good job to go into recruitment in an agency. Even if you don't end up staying there, it gets you a lot of places. If it wasn't for your podcast, I wouldn't have been able to succeed at the interview and negotiating process. So thank you times a million. Oh, congratulations, Casey. Casey. That's so exciting. Thank you a million for listening every week for three months. That makes me so happy. And if you want results like that and you need a bit of a helping hand to nail your dream job, check out Sarah's one-on-one sessions. You can find out all about them at www.interviewboss.com.au forward slash coaching. Mm-hmm. And if you liked one of our episodes or you made a big career change like Casey, send us a DM, let us know about it, request an episode if there's something that we haven't covered, or even if you're not sure if we've covered something, ask us in the DMs and maybe we'll shout you out next month. Amazing. In today's episode, we're going to discuss if you can change your job title on your resume to something that wasn't your real title. This is going to be an interesting one. Firstly, before we get into it, let's just talk about why your job title matters. I have an answer. Simple. Go for it. Is it because it simply tells them what it is the heck you actually did? Yeah, of course. Absolutely. Your job title should be reflective of the duties that you did, the level that it was, and give them some kind of hint as to what your experience is. I will tell you now, when they say, oh, a recruiter scans your resume in six seconds or whatever, it's pretty quick. And I guarantee you, this is one of the first things that they're looking at is your most recent job title. Now, if that's almost exactly what the job you're applying for is, 
that's amazing. That's going to help you the most. Obviously, it doesn't rule you out if it's not a match, but if it's something completely different and it's not obvious where the connection is, it can make them kind of scroll. Okay, keep looking. Nope, nothing in there that matches what I'm looking for. And then they go on to the next one. So your job titles is really, really important because it's how someone will scan down and be like, okay, marketing associate, marketing coordinator. Okay. Yep. Maybe okay for this marketing officer position, right? Or they go receptionist, office manager, but they don't read any closer to see that you also did social media management or something, if that makes sense. Yeah. So look, I don't think it's a complete deal breaker to not have these job titles, but it is one of the first things that someone looks at. Definitely. So in what situations might you think about changing your job title? Yeah. So I think one of them is that it doesn't represent what you actually did. So you might have been called internally a marketing lead and maybe externally in the market, that's the same as a marketing manager. And seniority wise, those are really the same thing, but you might choose to change the word lead to manager if that's what every job is advertised as everyone else is calling themselves. So I think that can really help. I used to be called a team experience business partner instead of HR. Would never put that on my resume because no one is ever going to know what that is. Yeah, that sounds just like a weird, you know, internal superstar agent window washer, like (laughs) a weird ninja. Yeah, when companies try and be cool and they just end up with weird titles. Yeah. So I just called myself HR business partner. So that kind of thing makes a lot of sense. Or an example that I had recently, someone was called a commercial manager. That means often someone who reviews contracts, almost like a lawyer, but what they actually did was sales. So they were a business development manager. So you can see how that could be really misleading if you're not showing that in your job title correctly. Another reason that you might want to change it is if your job title is too general or less general. So if you're an IT specialist compared to a network security specialist. So you might be called internally an IT specialist, super general, very generic, but actually everything that you spend your time doing is network security specialist and you really specialize in that area and you're not a generalist. It might be worth clarifying that to show that you do specialize in that area. Or if you were called a network security specialist, but actually your job included all this other stuff that was more general, maybe you'd want to include that in your job title. And the key thing there is that they're both the same level. You're just clarifying the scope of your role. I can even think of an example for me personally. My title is a radio journalist. A lot of people though don't really know what that is or it gets confused by just being a presenter, somebody who reads the news, whereas I write the news. So if I wanted to convey that I'm not just a news reader, I'm a news writer and sourcer and interviewer, I could write, you know, radio journalist and radio presenter. Or something. Yeah, exactly. And again, you're not like inflating what you did. It's just a better representation of the parts of your role that you cover. So people don't think that I just did one element. Definitely. So also another reason you might want to consider changing your title is if the wording's different in a different market. Can you explain this? Yeah. I mean, I've even encountered this learning a little bit more about construction. Different companies call people different things. Some companies might call a certain role a site engineer and other companies call that same job, the same duties, a project coordinator. So you can see how if you were going for a bigger company that called them all project coordinators, maybe you'd want to change the job title to match what the language was that they use. All comes down to research. If you're not finding job titles that match your own and you're having to search for different things, that's probably an indicator where you might need to look into that further. 
And also if things have completely changed since you started there, say you started in a bit of a dynamic role, there was nothing set in stone, you've come in, changed a lot, taken on some new roles, you can sort of mould your job title to more accurately depict this. Yeah, and we'll get into this a little bit later, but you might be tempted in that situation you have to kind of use your judgment though as to whether it is the right thing to do. But yeah, that might be a situation that you want to consider it. And very importantly, exclamation points for this next segment, things you absolutely can't do. You can't increase your seniority. You can't say you're actually a manager, but now you're a director. You can't say I was a manager and now I'm the CEO. You can't just make up a new, we're not out here saying that we're a qualified nurse when we're not, you know, we have common sense around this. And also like if your main role is X, but you've been doing a little bit of Y in the last few months. Mm, That doesn't justify a whole name change. Exactly. And changing it for the whole time that you've been there as well. So the example that I kind of came up with was if you were an HR admin and you have been doing a little bit of recruitment, some reference checks, some screening, some CVs, things like that, and you then changed your whole job title to recruiter, I mean, it's just not accurate to what your actual job title is. Not only is that not what you're called internally, but you're changing it for the whole time. It's just something you want to avoid. And you're going to get caught up in this web of lies because they'll do a reference check and they'll go, oh, so they're the head of blah, 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 and we're responsible for all of this. And they'll be like, "Uh, no, they write the weekly emails once a week. That's a new task they took on last week, but they're not the top dog manager. Like, come on, use a bit of common sense. Some ways that you might get caught out because people are probably thinking, yeah, how are they going to know though? Well, Your LinkedIn isn't going to match because if they look you up on LinkedIn, you're going to have a different job title on there. And if you change that too, then all your colleagues are going to see that you've started calling yourself something different. In the morning tea room, they're going to be like, did you see Sarah changed her title? What a weirdo. And I know this might feel like, you know, you deserve the title and it's just reflecting what you do anyway or whatever, but companies take this pretty seriously. I've had cases before where people have just changed their signature block on their emails and just given themselves a different title. You can't do that. Like you will get spoken to about doing that kind of thing. You need to clear it with your manager. You will get spoken to. That reminded me of Mean Girls. You will have sex and you will die. (laughs) You will get chlamydia. That's what he says. (laughs) You will get chlamydia and you will die. You're too young for me, girls. No, I'm not. (laughs) How old were you when it came out? I don't know, but I, being the youngest sibling meant there were no restrictions on watching things. I watched Jaws when I was like six years old (laughs) and I had friends who they weren't allowed to watch SpongeBob or The Simpsons. Practice child. That's how it works. Parents have all these rules with the oldest one. And then we paved the way for you, Emma. (laughs) Well, thank you. That was the difference. My friends that weren't allowed, they were the eldest, but I was the youngest. So I was like, oh, I have free range parenting. What do you mean you're not allowed to watch The Simpsons? Or like, this is just a whole tangent, but kids that had to ask for a snack when they got home off the bus. What do you mean? I had free reign on the TV and snacks and it was a good life. (laughs) What do you mean, mum? Can I please have a packet of shapes? Your kids' snacks. Shapes are Australian, Em. Are they? You can't say shapes. Crisps. Biscuits. <laughs> Crisps. <laughs> For the UK listeners. Yeah, we call them chips. Yeah. We call them chips. And what we mean is crisps or potato crisps. Anyway. We have to get back on track. 
Hey, Job Hunters, big news. Our all-new course, Interview Academy, is live and ready to transform your interview game. It's all the strategies from Sarah's one-on-one coaching, but without the limited time slots. Yep, it takes you step-by-step-by-step through crafting your career story, coming up with your awesome best bits and all the practice you need. And guess what? It's at a special launch price, never to be seen again. Get more information at interviewboss.com.au forward slash interview dash academy. It's linked in the show notes below. Circling back to that, using office lingo, you're going to run into trouble if you inflate your title. Okay, we've covered that. Reference checks. If you send an email or someone else has got an email from you and your signature block has your real title, like there's so many ways that people can find out if you do this. Just avoid it. Yeah. So if you sort of can't change your title for those reasons, it's not sort of worthy of a big enough change or anything like that, there are some other ways you can handle it without having to change the title. So firstly, ask for a new title from your employers. So then when you're updating your resume, you're not lying. That is your new title. How would you go about doing this? Is this easy? Are employers going to be like resistant? Are they going to be open to it? I know it sounds really strange when just before I said that companies are really sensitive about this type of stuff. That's true if you're doing it without permission. If you ask for permission and you get permission, great. Like if you're getting a new title with no salary change or whatever, you might be thinking, well, if I get a new title, I deserve a salary change. Okay, sure. Of course you do. We have whole episodes about how to negotiate salary. You know, shoot your shot, go in there and ask for both. But I just want you to give a second thought to maybe if they can't give you the salary increase, the title is also valuable because now you're called the thing that you want to be called. It'll be easier for you to get another job to the point where if someone in a company that I was in asked for a title only change and they, you know, were okay with not getting the money, I'd be going, they're applying for jobs. (laughs) Like, I don't have much time left with them. (laughs) Yeah. But like, ask for it. If you are doing more duties and things, ask for an actual representation in your title. Go for it. Shoot your shot. Shoot your shot. As we always say. Also, you can list your real job title and then in brackets what it actually is. I feel like this is like a passive aggressive way of being like, (laughs) my stupid company won't reflect what I actually do, (laughs) but it is a safe way. Or it's the way that you handle that thing where it's like a ninja or whatever, like a social media ninja. And it's like social media coordinator or social media manager, like in brackets is going to be helpful. On the road, presence, superstar, promotional queens or whatever. (laughs) I used to be one of those. Anyway, also add keywords which show what your role does. So if you have a title that doesn't really reflect, you best believe you're going to describe it well. If we use your example before, Em, so imagine on your resume you've got the title that you had and your employer listed on the top line in bold as headings. Well, underneath that, still in bold, for your example, you could put interviewing, researching, presenting news. You know what I mean? So you've got those three categories so that it's really clear that you covered all those three areas. So you could handle it that way to make it really clear rather than being in the actual body of the thing, eye catching at the top of the parts of your role that you cover. Yeah. Boom. We love that. Oh, this next one is, I think, a really creative tip. So in your summary at the top of your resume, you can check out our resume template. We have a free one. If you want to go have a look at that, you can see how we've laid it out. In the top section, you say, I am a blank. 
And that's where you call yourself something. So, M, you would say, I am a... Radio journalist. Correct. So, if you were called something else and you were called, like, journalist assistant or something, you could call yourself in your summary, I'm a radio journalist. And so, you're making that really clear. Like, even though your job title is marketing coordinator, you're really acting as a marketing manager, but they won't change your title for whatever reason. In your summary, I am a marketing manager, I think can really subtly help with that. Power move. Love that. Yeah. The other thing that I don't love this as much, but you could just put not your job title at all and just put, say, accounting team or marketing department and just like not list your job title and then you can talk about it later. I feel like it's a bit more vague. It is. And I don't love it, but I don't know. It's an option. It is an option. We're here to present you all the options, no matter how we feel about it. And if it's this or lying and potentially getting caught out or like embellishing or giving yourself a promotion type thing, that might be the safer option. Love that. And if you do change it for the reasons we talked about earlier, it's definitely worth talking about over the phone or in your interview, just to clarify if you get the chance. You don't need to be busting down their door to explain, but if it comes up, hey, you know. And it's one of those things, again, that we always talk about being the one to bring it up up front rather than waiting to maybe get caught with it or something like that. I've genuinely recommended people to change their job titles on their resume many times before. There's a lot of times where it makes sense. And there's a lot of times, according to our things that we've just talked about, where it's not that big of a deal and you're not really going to get have any issues for it. If it's clarifying, making it more consistent, as long as you're not changing levels and things like that or embellishing and really stretching the truth, I think it's perfectly fine. If it's going to help you be clearer, you might actually even see, I've heard this a lot, a change in the way that you get responded to for job applications mm. when you change it. All of a sudden you're getting so much interest because people understand your role. Yes. More. Yes. I did a coaching session with someone who their job title was really generic and they did all sorts of stuff, but essentially what they did was look after their warehouse and purchasing and they changed their job title to that. And they suddenly started getting all these calls back from people because that's the roles that they were applying for. So it can really, really help. There you go. There's absolutely merit in it in some circumstances. Boom. There you have it. There's the answer to can you and should you slightly change your job title? Thanks so much for listening to Interview Boss. If you like hearing the sound of our voices, hit that follow button in Apple or Spotify, or better yet, tell someone about the show. That's how we can hit the charts so we can help even more people. For more advice, inspiration, and a supportive community, check us out on Instagram at Interview Boss. We've been your job search besties and helped you in some way. There's a cool way you can support the show. Shout us a virtual coffee. We get a huge kick out of reading all of your success stories. Head to buymeacoffee.com forward slash interview boss and shout us a cuppa. If you keep us caffeinated, we can keep the content coming. <laughs>